Welcome back for Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview, Lesson 9B. When we finished or stopped last time, we'd gone through uh, Revelations, chapter 9, verses 1 through 11. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick up at the top of page 8. And we'll read those scriptures again and then get into looking at what we're talking about. Again, thank you for joining us, and let's remember 1 John 1, 9 is may or may not be necessary. Old Testament Overview, Lesson 9b, top of page 8, Revelation chapter 9, verses 1 through 11. And I, over and over, say revelations, which it is not, it is revelation. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locust upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion, when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. And their faces were as the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions. And there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue has his name Apollyon. Point 20. The purpose of the locust would seem to be to punish the earth. I have attempted to shed some light on their role by going to the revelation of John. 21. The locusts are a visual presentation of demons running amok on planet earth. It has been written, there are uncanny denizens of the abyss. Locusts of a hellish species, 
animated by devilish instincts and equipped with the infernal powers. 21.1 Another has written, The Locust Army is a symbolic representation of judgment of a superhuman kind. The locusts are commanded, probably by God, not to hurt the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree. But only men who do, who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Point 22. It would seem the locusts here represent a divine judgment upon a wicked world. They torment men in a way comparable to the torment of a scorpion. All except the sealed of God are subject to their torment. The torment is rather a judgment upon those who reject Christ. Point 23. The graphic description of the torment is compared to that of a scorpion sting. Scorpions in some places grow so large that their venom has been known not only to be painful, but even fatal to infants, the aged and the infirm. Point 24. The torment is said to last five months. The best interpretation would seem to be a literal five months. Five months is said to be the time when the locusts commit their ravages. Five months may be symbolic of a short time. Point 25. This is a horrible picture of pervasive supremacy of demons to such an extent that men are dominated in agony of body. The natural plagues described by the first four trumpets are now joined by a torment of demons. Point 26. Revelation 9, verses 1 and 2. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from the heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. 26.1 John devotes more space to this woe than to all preceding judgments combined. 26.2 The star falling from heaven, to whom was given the key of the pit of the abyss, is a fallen angel, an instrument of carrying out God's purpose with reference to the ungodly world. Most agree the evil angel, who opens the pit, is Satan himself. This is pretty much a given, and most grace scholars provide little argument otherwise. The abyss is a place, but what place is the question? 26.3. Could this be Tartarus, the place of confinement for the angels who sinned just before the flood? Or is it just a special abyss where reserved forces of Satan are made to reside until needed? I believe the coterie is the fact, the Genesis 6 gang. 26.4. Let's continue by looking at a description in summary fashion of what they do. 27. Revelation chapter 9, 3 through 10. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, 
and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion, when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shape of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions. And there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. 27.1. From the abyss, Satan releases creatures described as locusts, having great power. They are allowed to torment men, though not to kill them, for a period of five months. 27.2. So intense will be the suffering that men will seek death. 27.3. Locusts are used in the book of Joel as a symbol of an invading army. Joel, chapter 2, verse 25 through 27. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locust and the young locust, the other locust and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full. And you will praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord, your God, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. 27.4 Men are likened to locusts and judges 6 5. There are symbols of divine judgment in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 38. Judges chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. For they came upon with their cattle and their tents, as they came as grasshoppers. The NIV translates that as locust. I continue. For multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 38 and 39. You will sow much seed in the field, but you will harvest little because locusts will devour it. You will plant vineyards and cultivate them, 
but you will not drink the wine or gather the grapes, because worms will eat them. 27.5 It is not possible here to examine each descriptive phrase, but we must come to some conclusion as to what these creatures represent. Point 28 Revelation 9.11 So it's scripture and comment. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit. And in NIV, that's abyss. Whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. 28.1 Etymology may help us identify the one who falls and those who are released to do the will of God. 28.2 we need to see what we have for abyss, Abaddon, and Apollyon. Abyss is as abusos in the Greek and can be found nine times, whereas Abaddon and Apollyon are hapix legomena, i.e. they only appear once in the New Testament. 29. Etymology 29.1 the Greek abusos is a word for without depth or infernal abyss. It comes from the Greek buthos or bathos, meaning depth or sea. I want to review three uses of abusos. Revelation chapter 11 verse 7. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them, and shall overcome them, and kill them. A reincarnated Elijah and Moses. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 3. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. 29.2 With a great deal of certainty, we can conclude Satan when Christ returns at the second advent, will be placed in Tartaros with his Genesis 6 gang. This from a literal reading of Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 3. 29.3 The Greek Abaddon is a Hebrew origin meaning a destroying angel. The Greek Apollyon means a destroyer and it comes from the Greek bird Apolumi, meaning to destroy fully. Point 30. We are told in Revelation 9, verse 11, that over the creatures in the bottomless pit is the angel of the abyss called in the Hebrew Abaddon, and in the Greek Apollyon, both men the destroyer, a fitting description of Satan. 30.1. Satan and his gang are released at the end of the tribulation 
for one last try at defeating a reigning Jesus. Point 31. Now let's see what Walbert has to say in the book, The Revelation of Jesus Christ. 31.1. The star here mentioned seems to refer to a person. The word fall in the perfect tense signifies completed action. It would seem the person referred to in this fall is none other than Satan. 31.2. The pit of the abyss is none other than the place of detention of his wicked angels, the Genesis 6 gang. It is here that Satan himself is confined for 1,000 years during the reign of Christ on earth. That's from Revelation 20, verses 1 through 3. 31.3. Walverd goes on to write, when speaking of the abyss as the abode of demons, Romans chapter 10, verse 7, implies hypothetically that Christ ascended in the spirit world between his death and resurrection. For these references, earlier he mentions Revelation chapter 9, 1, 2, 11, and 11, 7, and Revelation 17, 8, 21, and 3. It may be concluded that the pit of the abyss is none other than a place of detention of wicked angels. Romans 10.7 Or, who shall descend into the deep, that is, to bring up Christ again from the dead? Point 32. To what conclusion, or lack of conclusion, do we come? 32.1 There is the possibility Satan does go to Tartaros and release these willful and especially evil angels who once cohabitated with all but four women of the world. Dr. Henry M. Morris of the Institute for Creation Studies is in support of this view. 32.2 Dr. Morris in his Defender's Study Bible has the following footnote. The pit is the lowest compartment in Hades. It probably refers to the lowest hell where the angels that sinned reference 2 Peter 2, 4, are confined in chains of darkness, awaiting their final judgment. It is probably these that will temporarily be released by Abaddon from the bottomless pit. Point 33. There is a possibility Satan goes to a place where there are special angels confined by God as Satan's reserves. 33.1. This would indicate they were placed there specifically for this purpose, and such thought is not out of keeping with that which we know concerning Satan and his having a table of organization. 33.2. It is also possible, from the etymology, that the abyss is merely the ultimate place of punishment, the lake of fire and not Tartarus, since the New Testament does use abyss in this way. Reference Revelation 17, 8, 21, and 3. Point 34. One last point concerning Tartarus being the abyss. These angels were punished because they stepped out of line and left their first estate. 
Therefore, would they be permitted to leave and work again, or is there finality in their judgment since they left their first estate? Point 35. In researching this question, I also consulted who I consider the master of eschatology, Dr. Dwight Pentecost. Dr. Pentecost does not, in his book, Things to Come, provide an answer concerning the identification of either the abyss or the demons. Point 36. The phrase in Jude 6, He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, certainly leaves open the possibility that the demons coming out of the abyss are in fact the Genesis 6 gang, led by Satan himself. Jude 6, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved an everlasting change under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Point 37. For several reasons set forth in this doctrine, I am of the opinion that Satan is the one who opens the abyss, and that those who come forth as locusts are in fact the Genesis 6 gang. End of lesson. Again, thank you for joining us. This concludes Lesson 9b of the Old Testament Overview. Before going, anyone without Christ in their lives, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. So long.